welcome back. Brothers of Sports Talk, episode 63. You're listening to Rellas and Sports Talk with your host, Rell. We're going we gonna to recap Rellas and Raw this past Friday. You know we're going to jump into a few, a few days ago's playoffs. Some heartbreak games, some big time games, and some blowout games. Which I knew one was gonna be a blowout, but everybody wanna argue me about them still. Uh, we'll talk, we'll get to them, we'll get to them. But anyway, but anyway, Rutherford Re- Sports episode 63. Hey, we go, we know we're starting off with the wild card weekend. Wild card weekend. What's wild card? I mean, it was it was wild. Some games were wild, some games were closed, some games were this. First game, Raiders and the Bengals. We were split on this. Most people picked the Bengals, but I mean, everybody should have picked the Bengals. I mean, I know on the Raw on the Raw show, I said, something about the Raiders, da, 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 and they were this close. Now, you ask Raider fans, <clears throat> Drew, they saying they got screwed. Yeah, it was a lot of plays, <clears throat> plays or whistles or not hearing whistles and this and that going on. It was some strange stuff going on in that game. Um, I mean, you could take it any way you want to take it. I mean, I mean that's the way sports be sometimes. It sucks. Because if it was my team, I'd be irate. So I understand how Raider Nation is. And I know Raider Nation always feels like they get the blame for it. Young quarterback coming in there trying to make a name. Tuck rule, get screwed. You know, you got young John Burrow out there doing things with his young cast of characters. And it's good for the NFL. Great for the NFL. What's great for the NFL? Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and them boys. Versus Derek Carr. Waller. And the more you talk about the Raiders, what? You talking about negative stuff. You talk they might bring up John Gruden again. They might bring up Henry Ruggs again. You know what I'm saying? They might bring up anything that's negative. So I'm not saying it's conspiracy. I'm not getting into all that. I'm not gonna get into it. The game was kind of wishy-washy. The last the last whatever so minutes, five, six minutes was real real good. You know, the last drive when the Raiders had a chance. Wouldn't you have liked to seen him throw it in the end zone? Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Throw it in the end zone. What are you going to do with five, with five yards? What are you going to do? Throw it in the end zone, man. It ain't like you were, like, falling down. Throw it in the end zone. You know, it ain't like you like Carla Murray in the end zone trying to just launch it out now. Throwing another pick six. I ain't even talking about this. I got a Rams hat on. But anyway. Anyway. I mean... It is what it is, and Derek Carr is what we we say he is. I mean, I never look at him as somebody that could be a transcendent person to take your team over the top. I've never been a Josh Jacobs fan, and maybe that's just because he's an Alabama running back. I don't know. Maybe. But I just don't look at him as anybody either. Waller, I think, is a great talent. I think uh, Renfro is great. I loved him in college when he beat Alabama with Clemson. I love Renfro. I never thought that Renfro was going to turn out to be what Renfro is. Honestly, you know what I mean? But, hey, he's doing things, whatever. Um, the Raiders' future is crazy. I'm sure we'll get into that more maybe on this episode and especially on Raw on Friday night. But, um, hey, give it up for the Bengals, though. I mean, the Bengals have had some tough times during the playoffs, too. I mean, they've had times when they've had Pittsburgh on the ropes. They've had different teams on the ropes. They could just never get over the hump, Marvin Lewis. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that one year that they had, uh, who did they have? Carson Palmer, and they were supposed to go, and he gets hurt in the first. You know what I'm saying? 31 years, hey, we're cool. We're cool. Congratulations to the Bengals. Good for you. 
Um, I think you have a better shot of beating Tennessee than the Raiders did anyway. So I'm definitely cheering for the Bengals. Hope you hopefully you can get another one out of your system. We'll see. Hopefully Derrick Henry doesn't come back to prove my point. Watch him come back and mess my whole point up. But anyway, Raiders, we'll see what your future holds, man. We'll see if they're going to hold that against Carr or not. We're going to see if they believe in him still or not. I mean, there's going to be a lot going on with that new coach and new regime. What's going to happen? It's interesting to see what's going to happen in Las Vegas. But I think other teams and what they do in the playoffs is going to determine that. <clears throat> the other side of the night game. Uh-oh, it's the third time. Uh, the trilogy. I knew it. I told y'all on Raw. I don't want to hear that. Quiz talking about Mac Jones, Mac Jones. No. No. He's a rookie. I don't care what you say. He's a rookie. The one thing that I don't understand is how did Bill Belichick give up so much? Bill Belichick's been a master of controlling or taking away your best option. Whatever best option you think it is is Josh Allen. He ain't do that. <laughs> Stephon Diggs, you did it for a little while, but then it ended. You know what I mean? And the biggest thing, like me and Tommy said, Singletary had to run the ball. Singletary did. And I told you what would happen with the tight end, too. Two touchdowns, two touchdowns, Singletary. Called that. Nailed that. The Bills, like I said, my preseason, I said Bills and Rams Super Bowl. And I'm looking like I might be, you know what I'm saying? I might be right. We'll see. We'll see because both of them have tough games next. <clears throat> but the Bills, what did they show me? They showed me what they were anyway. The Bill, the Patriots were not ready yet. They're not ready yet. Yeah, they spent a lot of money on the offseason. But they're not ready yet with Mac Jones. Mac Jones is not somebody I believe that can, that can come back and win a game yet. They run the ball. Their identity is to run the ball. So if you're going to be able to have to run the ball like that, it needs to be a dominant defense on the other side. The defense was good. The defense stepped up. The defense made plays. You lost Gilmore. You lost some other players. But they not dominant enough to have a rookie quarterback say, hey, you, you can't go win the game. We'll win it on defense and run the ball. Not enough. Not going against an explosive offense. Not, Josh Allen's a man. Josh Allen's a man. That's why he got paid a quarter of a billion dollars. Josh Allen. Look what Josh Allen and the coach have done for this Bills team. Since they've arrived. I'm excited to say it. Same thing with Burrow. Let me go back to Burrow. Let me go back to Burrow. I don't think I gave him enough prop before I'm going to Josh Allen. I remember Joe Burrow got drafted two years ago. What's his second year? Yeah, two years ago. I'm sitting there looking at him in his living room. He all even kill, don't smile, don't do nothing. And I'm like, dude, what's he going to do with the Bengals? Dude, they're doo-doo. Like, what do he do? Now he is in the divisional round of the playoffs. He wins everywhere he goes. Wherever he goes, he wins. And it's crazy because people don't really look at him like, I'm going to do He's doing that. I think that coach has a lot to do with it too. But he is installing that confidence to that team. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. If he can happen to get a ring or so, his legacy is going to be... Way different than a lot of people's. The way he has come up and the way he has done things. Especially with Cincinnati. In the era. In the era of Josh Allen. Which we think he's going to turn out to be. And in the era of the great Patrick Mahomes. What he think he's going to be. And the Patriots still going to be what the Patriots are. You know what I mean? So if he's going to do this in this era. yo, He might submit himself as one of them dudes. If he can just continue. 
that's a hey, that's that's another step. We'll see what can happen. We'll see what can happen with that. But I think you know, I think he's on the verge. He's on the verge of. I mean, remember he got hurt last year, and then you come back and you're in the divisional round. But back to the Bills, Josh Allen, stud. Keep saying this is his favorite player. He's a he's a Steeler fan. That tells you something else right there. When you get players that's your favorite player on a different team, that's saying something. My favorite player, Debo Sam. Debo is my favorite player. I think he's a man. I love it. I love everything about Debo Sam, but I'll get to him. Bills. Dominant performance over the Patriots. Wasn't even close. And it's like, and I remember watching the game, and it come out with all this neon highlight stuff. I'm like, are the Bills prime time like that to be coming out to this kind of stuff? I'm used to the Bills in the cold field and doing all this, just coming out, happy to be here. No, no, they're not happy to be here. They came look like they were pissed off and ready to play. They came ready to prove a point to say, hey, this is our division now. Yeah, you might have beat us with some fluky crap in the first game where you threw one pass. Nah, 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 nah. This our world now. And that's what Josh Allen looked like to me. Poise is on the what? Poise is on the what? Bills are scary. And they're starting to run the ball with Singletary. I like the game plan. So Saturday showed us a lot. Saturday showed us that Cincinnati finally can get over the hump for at least one game. For at least one round. And the Bills. The Chiefs better come correct because the Chiefs haven't been coming correct all year. So we'll see. And then we started Sunday. We saw the EA. You know what? I dogged the Eagles all year. Dogged the Eagles all year. But I dogged the Eagles only because... They have put all their eggs in a basket with Jalen Hurts. And and I'm not hating on Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying all these things. But he can't throw the ball. He can't throw the ball. And that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? He can't throw the ball. So why is he why is he out there with that team? I don't know. But um We'll see. And the coaches really bother me. The coaches really bother me because the best player on offense is who? Devontae Smith. And you're telling me you can't come up with a way to get him the ball? Sure, your quarterback is limited. Your quarterback can get it down there if he has time. But that Tampa defense was not really letting him go deep. So come up with some other ways. In the round, screen routes, do something. Triple bubble wide receiver. You see Green Bay do it all the time. Three wide receivers bubble all the time. Figure out a way to get your best player the ball. You made them look stupid. You put Jalen Hurts in bad situations that made him look worse than what he really is. He's not as bad as what he looked like. He's not. He's not. But they made him look worse than what he was. To the point where people were calling for Garner Minshew. The mustache warrior. Who's probably going to be Washington's quarterback. <laughs> Call it right now. Garner Minshew. Washington football team's quarterback next year. <laughs> But they made him look worse than he was. And they knocked his confidence out. You can look at him. And the and the cameras always landed on his face when he was like. Every single time. Every single time the camera went to him, it was face down. Hey, man, you playing against Tampa's defense against Tom Brady where you got to try to keep up? You got to keep up with them scoring-wise? You're a run first team. You're a run first team. And then you're going against the number one rush defense? It can't work. It can't work. You have to be able to sling the rock. And honestly, what I've Gardner Mitchell might have given them a better chance. And I don't want to hear no, oh, they got it within such amount of points. It's garbage points. 
Garbage points. That junk happened when the game was already over. I don't care. They could have shut them out, really, if they wanted to. If they wanted to, they could have shut them out. Tampa Bay, they look better than I thought they were going to be. But then again, it's just the Eagles' defense. How good is how good are they? They haven't beat a, a winning team all year long. Yeah, you were in the NFC least. You were in the NFC least. But hey, so I don't really know how we monitor the Bucks yet because without without Godwin, AB, Fournette might be back next week. But if he ain't, Jim Bernard was a good sign playing some of the game. But that game next week against the Rams, I don't know, man. I don't not know what's in Tampa, but whew, well, we'll get to that. So Buccaneers move on. Second game of the, of the day on Sunday was probably the most intense game. Everybody knew it was going to be the intense game. But before we get to it, leave a note for our sponsors. Hey, hey, that's our sponsors. Halls. All right, back to the episode. Back to the episode 63. I left the pause because I had to catch my breath for this game. So many... When you have a 49er Cowboy game, especially in the playoffs... The history and the rivalry of these teams and the fan bases that they have, they got some strong fan bases. So we knew it was going to be a tough game. Different kind of styles. You know, the Dallas is trying to come across like they're big and tough, big and tough. They're not really like that. They're more of a finesse team. More of a finesse. Yeah, they got some dogs on the team. Gregory Lawrence, you know, Diggs, Parsons. But as a whole, I don't feel like they dogs like that, right? 49ers are dogs like that. And we talk about running. We talk about running the football. Dallas talking about running the football, and Zeke supposed to be a top five running back <laughs> at this point in his career. <laughs> Zeke, Zeke supposed to be a top five running back. <sighs> but really, let's talk about some running. The 49ers ran all over them. 49ers ran all over, and the game should not have even been close. The game should have never came down to a last wild sequence of referees running into the butts and butts banging into butts and balls going everywhere and all this stuff going on and and people throwing stuff at everybody. It should have never came down to that because if the 49ers stick with their identity and run the ball, Garoppolo never throws that pick where they score a touchdown to get back in the game. You know what I'm saying? Don't get greedy. Don't get don't get cute. Garoppolo, you still what you are. Don't get cute. Yeah, you came out with intensity looking like Brady pumping your fist. You played a solid game, but you played what you needed to play. You're not going to go win the game. You made some big-time throws. That one big-time throw when you had cut it to one, whatever, cut it to one possession, and you threw it, you know what I'm saying, long, deep pass to Ayuk. That was a big play. Couldn't do it in the Super Bowl, but it was a good play there. So good for you. But for the whole game, you can't do that all the time. You can't do it all the time. And the 49ers stuck with what they did best, and the defense was great. Defense played great. It, it rattled them the whole time, rattled Dak, rattled everybody. They put the pressure on them enough to make Dallas speed up what they're doing. I said it on the Raw episode of Relative Sports Talk on Friday. I said, what, Dallas is going to get in their own way. Well, I guess they're going to get in their own way and the referee's way. Can't get a ball to the right person. Wrong. I don't know what's going on. But, and they're just going to freak themselves out. They're going to think they have to hurry up. Hurry up and score. We got to hurry up and match them up. Hurry up and that's how mistakes are being made. And that's what happened, you know. Just like I said, Shimon told Shimon told everybody on Raw. He said, "What? They too physical. They too physical for them. They go punch him in the mouth." He said Dallas ain't played nobody like that. They've been playing them like that all year. And I think I think part of that did show it. I think Dallas running through the NFC least, doing what they're doing. And I told you that last game against Philly, 
where they didn't play no Philly didn't play nobody and they blew them out just like they blew out Washington one time. It was false hope. They thought they were gonna come in there and do that. And then the 49ers came out first drive, punched him in the face, touchdown. Second drive, punched him in the face, almost scored another touchdown if it wasn't for a penalty, and got a field goal. But Dallas has the most talent of any team that never succeeds. The most talented that never succeeds. They're the most undisciplined team. Their coaches are always a certain kind of coach. Ever since Bill Parcells and all of them were gone, they always get a certain kind of coach. Yes, sir, Jerry Jones. Yes, sir. Whatever you say, sir. Yeah. And you're never going to win because your team is undisciplined. And everybody's out of whack. Everybody's doing their own thing. But my biggest thing, my Pharrell Award goes to Dak. I mean, Dak Prescott. You are beloved in the NFL, beloved by your fan base. You're even beloved by people that don't cheer for the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys, but I like him. I like you. I like you at, at Mississippi State. I like you. Black quarterback. You can't say things like you said about the referees. They're going to eat you alive. You have a crystal scot-free image, dude. People like you. Why are you going to say some dumb stuff like that? Now it's going to digress the black quarterback song. They're going to like, see there's that end coming out of him. He's saying dumb stuff. Dumb stuff. Ignorant. He don't know what to say. Nah, 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 nah. It, whether it's fair or not, that's going to come out. That's going to come out. Whether it's fair or not. I like the apology, whatever. And I'm not going to lose the respect for you because heat of the moment, you say whatever. Lord knows heat of the moment. I can say all kinds of things. Anybody that knows me, heat of the moment, I might say the most... <laughs> Or do the most craziest things in the world. So I couldn't imagine being a playoff game for the Dallas Cowboys quarterback and in a game like that where you know you're blaming yourself for things in your mind, but you, it's easier to take it out on, on the referee. You messed up. Y'all practice it all the time, supposedly. Get the ball to the right play. Don't blame everybody else. Take, take your blame. Take your blame and eat it and get better next year. But like I said, coaching is a lot of their issue. Most undisciplined team in the NFL. The play calling out on towards the end was kind of weird. I don't really mind the quarterback sneak at the end to do that, but I feel like the communication wasn't the same. I feel like the communication wasn't the team about when, whether to get down, whether, whether to do what. I don't know, man. I feel like more things should have been done on that aspect. Cowboys are out, so I'm smiling. Um, you know, I mean, I'm always going to be a Cowboy hater. I'm always going to be an Eagle hater, Giants hater. You know, because I was a Washington fan. I still have love for Washington. Still have love for Washington. Second game of the... I mean, last game of the night. And we're Savion at with my $100. Yeah, Savion. I ain't seen you since the game. I ain't seen you since. Where you at? I ain't seen Shaman. I ain't seen none of y'all. Where y'all at now? Huh? All this talking about Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's gonna win. Pittsburgh's gonna win. Me and Tommy were the only ones that weren't stupid. This ain't Disney Channel. This ain't Hallmark Channel. This ain't no, oh, Ben's going to run. No. No. I, like I said, Ben had this moment. Ben had this moment on Monday Night Football when he won his game. And then he, yeah, he had an extra cherry on top beating the Ravens. And then getting into playoffs. That should have been great for him right there. That was it. Don't, don't, don't think more. They're not going to. He's not going to have to do more. That's like saying Kobe's last year, he was going to win the championship. No, but I'm going to take that 60-point game. I'm going to take that 60-point game and smile about it and smile about it. 
So don't be acting like people are supposed to get more. No, they're not. And the scariest thing is, the Chiefs still ain't played their best game yet. In my opinion, I don't think the Chiefs have played their best game yet. They Beginning of the season, offense is clicking. Middle of the season, defense is clicking. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'll tell you what, the next game when they play the Bills, they better be on all clicking cylinders because the Bills are coming back for revenge. We'll get to that, though. Chiefs, is Tyreek Hill going to be healthy? That's going to be my next question about that. Then we go to the Monday night game. I was sick, didn't even watch it. Uh, good thing I didn't because I'd have been sicker. <laughs> but, uh, hey, I mean, the Cardinals, another letdown early, another end-of-the-year failure. What do they need going forward? I don't know. I don't know what they need going forward. Honestly, I mean, yeah, you need D-Hop healthy. Is Connor and them going to be the best running back situation that you can have? I don't know. Now, if Zeke wants to come over there and play like Emmitt Smith did, maybe that might work out better. I don't know. But the wide receivers, I feel like they're okay. That's the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, Buddha got hurt. I mean, it's just whatever. But I think that, I don't know, the coach, everywhere he's been, second half of the year, he's fell down. He's, he's been down, so I don't know. But the Rams are built for this. This is what the Rams are built for. And I, I cheer for Matthew Stafford. And everybody who knows me know I got Stafford jersey knit, knitted up. You know what I'm saying? I like Stafford. I've always liked Stafford. He's been in Detroit. He can't do nothing. This is great for him. First playoff win. Go ahead, Matthew Stafford. Aaron Donald. Von Miller. They, they thought you were trash, Von Miller. Jalen Ramsey. Go do things. Go do things. You my Super Bowl pick, and I want you to win. If I had to pick any team to win right now, I want them to win. I want the Rams to win. And Rams-Buffalo would be a great series for me. It would be a great Super Bowl. I would love that, man. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. But the Rams, hey, they look good. Odell, is he behaving? He's getting a roll, throwing the ball, catching the ball. This trade is working out way better than I thought it was. And I remember when it first started, I was like, yo, he might end the Rams shit. He might end their whole stuff. Look, somebody just hit me up and said, didn't you say Odell was going to be bad for the team? Yeah, I did. And I eat my crow because I was worried that he was going to worry about getting the ball a lot. You know, Robert Woods gets hurt. He's, he has to elevate his game. And he's elevated above. Van Jefferson was above him for – he's above Van Jefferson now. He ain't Cooper Cup. But together, and now, like I said, the Cam Akers is back. Cam Akers better than Tony Pollard. Gee whiz, these guys. Rams. I mean, this is what you this is what you got Stafford for. Matthew Stafford, this is what you're here for. So, that's the way the first round went. First round went like that, we'll see. But then we get to the second round. It's starting. Before we start, let's pause a minute for our sponsors for Realism Sports Talk. Welcome back. Divisional round. This is always my favorite part of part of the year for football. A lot of people like the wild card rounds. The wild card rounds are kind of cool, kind of like the first round of the NCAA tournament, where you get, ooh, I got an upset, but after that, it's like, hey, let's get to the meat and the potatoes of it. You know, so now we got Green Bay and the 49ers, and then the Titans and the Bengals playing on Saturday. Number one seeds haven't played yet. 49ers coming off an emotional win. The Bengals coming off a big-time emotional win. So my question is, which number one seed? Needs to be where to upset. We'll bring it up on Raw on Friday night too. 
Mama say the Bengals. <laughs> you thought I was gonna say the 49ers. I say the Bengals just because I have no respect. I, I I do not believe in Ryan Tannehill to lead this team when it matters in the clutch. Because I've seen him over the past few years not do it. Now I know Julio's back, which is good. AJ Brown's back. And I mean Deontay Foreman is serviceable. I'm not dogging under them. But if they don't get Derrick Henry, I just don't think that they can do it. Now, sure, Joe Burrow, second year, Jamar Chase, rookie. They might be happy to be there and just get overwhelmed by the situation. They might. First road game for them in the playoffs. They could get overwhelmed. I can see that. And I can see the Titans winning for that. Because they have a strong foundation with Mike Vrabel, coach. I love him as a coach. He builds that strong foundation. And I like that. So am I surprised the Titans win? No. The Titans are very lucky to be playing the Bengals in the second round than either the Bills or the Chiefs. Really? If they played the Bills or the Chiefs, they would not be favored. Even at home. Even at home, if they played the Bills, it would be a pick em probably. Or a minus three, which is basically pick em for Even for the Chiefs as well. Even for the Chiefs, it would be a minus three or a pick em. Against the Bengals, they might get four. They might get five. You know what I mean? That just shows you. Titans, and that's what they battle for the number one seed for. I'm not taking nothing away from them with the number one seed. Great job for them getting the number one seed. Even without Derrick Henry when they play. I'll give you your props for that. But hey, you better go to the Super Bowl. The Titans have to go to the Super Bowl. So, they got to beat the Bengals. And I think they will. I think the I think the Titans will beat the Bengals. Um, just because I feel like the Bengals on the road, first playoff game on the road, it's going to be cold. And I think that the fans out there are going to will. They're going to will the Titans to the win. Green Bay and the 49ers, slobber knocker. And then what they used to say, it's going to be a slobber knocker. Anybody know Jr. Know what I'm talking about? Brandon Key, you know what I'm saying? I'm wrestling anyway. But how far can the 49ers go? Green Bay is going to score touchdowns. Green Bay is going to score touchdowns. They're not going to be. The Cowboys could keep up with Green Bay if they had to, but they. It's just so off balance. Who knows? But Green Bay will score. Devontae Adams will score. And I can see this being a, a big 38-17 game. Something like that. I can see it being close. Maybe the first first quarter. But I think Green Bay is just going to be too too much for them in Lambeau. Um, we don't even know if Bosa is going to play or not. Jimmy G looked good last game. I just don't. I, I, I worry that they're going to put too much on Jimmy G. To pass the ball too much. And I think this is going to backfire. I mean, like I said, I love Debo. I love George Kittle. I love this, both of their moxie. But I think Aaron Rodgers is on a mission to do things. I think he's on a mission. And, and, and A.J. Dillon being incorporated with that. They got a double-headed running back scheme. Devontae's Devontae. I don't know how Devontae's Devontae. How does, every, how does he get so much? Well, we know Devontae's getting the ball. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? I think Green Bay's going to do it. 49ers will keep it close in the beginning, but then they'll just pull away. They'll just, they'll just put their will on them. So I think both number one seeds will advance to their championship game, which is exciting for them. They deserve it. Hey, whatever. But then the big-time games, two versus three on both sides of the board. We're looking at Rams and Bucks. Everybody says, don't bet against Tom. Don't bet against Tom. I'm betting against Tom. Right here, Rams. 
I think they can be dominant against the Buccaneers. I think that they can actually win by the same kind of score that Green Bay and the 49ers would I predict. I think time goes down. I think time goes down hard. I think Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Patrick Ramsey on Mike Evans. It's going to take it's going to take Leonard Fournette having a humongous game in the backfield and coming out of the backfield. I think Leonard Fournette would have to get be the guy because I think they're going to come after Tom. He's got to dump it off or they got to run the ball. And I think Leonard Fournette's going to be the key of it. I don't think Gio has enough any, but Leonard does. Fournette does. I think that's the only way the Bucs win. Fournette and, the, and maybe their rush defense turnovers. If Matthew Stafford turns into Lions, Matthew Stafford under pressure. But I think if Matthew Stafford stays composed, the Rams should win this game. I'm picking the Rams. I'm anxious to see what's going to happen on Friday Night Raw. We'll see. But I think Tom goes down. I think Tom goes down. Last year's Super Bowl, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. I think they both go down in the divisional round. I think the Bills come back and avenge their loss last year in the AFC Championship game to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde all year. They've been really good on offense. Then they were really good on defense. And they never mesh it all together. I don't think they ever mesh it together. I think Tyreek Hill is not 100%. And I just think that it's something about the Bills. Bills Mafia is coming to play. I just got this weird. Look, there they go, Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. I think that's what it's all about. So I'm picking the Bills to beat the Chiefs also. So my last thing we're going to talk about, my last day. So we got the eight teams. We got eight quarterbacks. We got eight coaches. We got everything. But you know we love the quarterbacks. Which QB is under the most pressure to win? Which QB is under the most pressure to win? And I'm going to end it with this. And we'll talk about it. And I already, look, I already got people look, I already got people hitting me up about it already. You don't even know who I'm, who I'm ranking. So I'm going to start from the bottom. I'm going to start from the bottom. My number eight quarterback, who is the least amount? Joe Burrow. What's he got to prove? It's their second year in the league. And you play for Cincinnati. Second year in the league. Rookie Wilders. I mean, you ain't got nothing to prove. You number eight. Number seven, Tom Brady the GOAT. What you got to prove? You already went for the Patriots, got your rings, and then you came over to Tampa Bay in your next year on the whole other side to the NFC and won it on the Super Bowl. What you got to prove? What you got to prove? Jimmy G is my number seven. I mean, hold on. Eight. Eight, seven. He's my number six. And when I look at Jimmy G, I'm like, what do you got to prove? They already drafted your replacement. They basically said, you can't do it anyway. So you're number six. You're number six. Number five. Number five, I think, is Josh Allen. You still you still quarterback the Buffalo Bills. You still quarterback the Buffalo Bills. But you were in the AFC Championship game last year. So that's why I got you at number five. You know what I'm saying? You still got a little bit better, but I think the people above you got that much more, and that's crazy because any other year, Josh Allen or Jimmy G could be number one. Then at number four, or number number five. No, number four, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I can't read my land right. Anyway, I couldn't believe it that this person number four is Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Pat Cakes. Number four. You went to the Super Bowl last year. What you going to do now? I mean, this is your legacy. 
You know what I'm saying? You were you were named this great quarterback, whatever, getting all this money per uh, million dollars per minute that you live and all this stuff going on. Um, you're number four. And, and like I said, you're number four? Everybody below you has so much pressure, but you're number four. That that shows you how the, the people above you are insane. Are insanely crazy. The next person I got, and a lot of people aren't gonna agree with this, but I got Tannehill at number three. I got Tannehill at number three because you're the number one seed, the Titans. You got the easiest road. You got to play the Bengals and then what? You're one game away from the Super Bowl. And the past few years, you've been what? One or two in the seeding. And da 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 And what? Two, you, you, you had Kansas City beat at home. And Kansas City, you were up by like all these points. All these points, Kansas City comes to beat you. No more excuses, dude. No more excuses. Ryan Tannehill, either you're going to take him over the top. Or we got to think about getting somebody else in there. Would the Titans be okay with somebody else other than Ron Tannehill? Yes, Tommy. Yes, they would. And I think he's going to falter. He's either going to falter or he's going to be what I think that he ain't. And then get smashed the Super Bowl. But anyway, you need to get to the Super Bowl. You need to get there. And I know it's hard going against Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. But they're going against each other. They're going against each other. This is your spot right here. This is your spot right here. The last two, number two, Matthew Stafford. They brought you here for a reason. They traded their number one pick, Jared Goff, that took them to a Super Bowl and, and almost won. I mean, what no point scored. But said, hey, we got this elite team. We went and got you. We went and got you Von Miller. We had already got you Patrick Ramsey. We're getting this stuff for you. You have to win now. I think he's under the second most pressure. I think he's under second one. And the number one is A.A. Ron. You talking all this trash about Green Bay doing this? You're in the number one seed, and you're probably going to make it to the NFC Championship game yet again. And how long has it been since you won the Super Bowl? You're supposed to be the best. You're supposed to be one of the best ever. You're supposed to be one of the best ever. You need more than one Super Bowl, dude. You need more than one Super Bowl. Brothers of Sports Talk, episode 63. Thank y'all. Check us out on Raw. We're going to debate all everything I just said. And you're going to see me work some other people on here, baby, because I'm a two-time champion this year in fantasy. Episode 63. Thank y'all.